Thanks, podcast. Everyone keep trying to... You've got to listen to... Po- I, I like the podcast. I like a bit of music. Hey, how are things? This is Mark here, and welcome back to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. This is episode 248. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, you are genuinely more than welcome. I am recording this podcast in Hudson Bay, in the car park, in my car. So you may hear some noises in the background because people are on the grass with camping gear. They are cooking barbecues, maybe breakfast. There's kids out on buses playing in the water with and kayaks and canoes and there's people walking their dogs and dogs are swimming. So if you hear a bit of noise or a door closing, it's just going to have to be the way that it is. I'm recording it in the car because this is how I started my podcast three years ago. I started recording in the car. I didn't have all the equipment that I have now. And I said, if I was ever going to finish it, I'll finish it in the car. Because that's the way I started. So here I am. This is the last ever episode of the Clockwork Junkie podcast. By that I mean I'm not taking a break. And I'll be back in four months. This is the last Clockwork Junkie podcast ever. There will not be another one. So... I've actually written stuff down. I'm getting uh, very professional in my last ever podcast, but I suppose it's better late than never. So a couple of things I want to talk about, and then I will let you go and to live your lives and enjoy yourselves and not be having to tune in to me every single week. First of all, I want to thank the people who listen to the podcast. As I said, this is episode 248, but there is over 300 episodes up there between bonus episodes and everything else they're on spotify and apple Podcasts and everywhere else um and i believe in them up there so i'm not taking the podcast down they'll be there long after i'm dead um is the plan but i won't be at there won't be an episode 249 um unless a miracle happens but uh so this is the actual last one but they'll be there forever so if this is the first one you're coming across you have a lot of stuff to listen to it'll take you a long time and good luck um so thanks to the people for listening. I know there's been people that started to listen at the start. And I've listened to every single podcast. My brother James is one. And my father Jimmy is another one. They've listened to every single podcast. So thank you to the two lads. Um, they've shared a lot of stuff. And liked a lot of stuff for me. So that has to be mentioned. Um, that didn't go unnoticed. But there's loads of people that was with me from the start. Um, when there wasn't that many. There was... People that would like it and no one knew what the podcast was and I wasn't very good at it. I suppose that's not to say that I am good at it now. But it's fantastic that the people that stayed with me from the start and are still here for the last podcast. I know I lost some people along the way, but I did pick up tens of thousands more along the way. Um, so I want to thank the listeners. I also want to thank anyone for any of the posts that I like. I will be talking about social media in a minute, by the way, as well, where you can find me when this is all over. Um, thanks to the people who like stuff because it's free to like stuff, you know. So if a friend of yours, for example, is starting a business and they want to create something or do something. And even if you have no money, even if you can't add or buy or purchase something off them or can't help them with anything, you can like their post and share it. It's free. It's uh, the rising the rising tide raises all boats. So thank you to the people who have done that. Um, I genuinely appreciate it. The messages that I got as in 
messages on Facebook or messages on LinkedIn or DMs on Instagram. Um, thank you. Some of them were long, some of them were short and sweet. I really appreciate it. There isn't a single message that I've gotten that I haven't read. Um, and thank you for all the messages. I appreciate it. I'm glad that the podcast has touched you in such a way that you felt compelled to send a message um, often and more often than not from people that I don't know. Um, I'm not always in the same country I live in either, so that hasn't gone unnoticed. Um, thank you for the emails. I always ask people email me on clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. That email, incidentally, is still up and running. It's still alive. You can email me on that when this is over. If you want to say, look, you've listened to the podcast or whatever, I look, I, I read them all and I'll get back to you as well. Um, the emails were often longer than the messages and they were very detailed about how the podcast has impacted a person early on with their mental health and the way I talked about it with the honesty. And a lot of people said that I talk about it the way They've never heard it talked about on television before or on YouTube or podcasts or anything else. So look, that's brilliant. And then a lot of the emails would have moved on to different guests that I have and different opinions. And it's look, it's just fantastic. I really appreciate it. Um, and thank you for those. Huge thank you to the guests who came on. Um, I don't know, did I talk to 200 people? Um, came on for a chat in all different genres and all different experiences and all different topics. Uh, I can't thank those people enough. Obviously, you can do the podcast on your own, but it's nice to have guests and to bring in different opinions and a different voice and a different point of view. And it's what kind of made the podcast work, I suppose. And I learned an awful lot of stuff from my guests as well. Some guests were on two, three, four times. So look, thank you very much for the guests. It's genuinely appreciated. I mentioned uh, liking the stuff that I posted earlier on and thank you for everyone who's done that. But thank you also for the people who went one step further and shared it for me. Um, a problem halved is a problem shared sometimes I say, but it's if someone is posting something and you share it, that means that your friends will, now of course, your friends will see it too, but some of them friends cross over, but some of them don't. And it's free to do so and why wouldn't you help a friend? Um... So the people who have shared my stuff for me, thank you very much. Um, I have never missed a share. I've always seen it. Um, and again, it hasn't gone unnoticed. Huge thank you to everyone who donated to the podcast. Um, the link is still in. This is the last one. It's paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. It was a one-time donation. Always has been a one-time donation. And it'll be open for the next week. It'll be open for this week. And after that, then I will be closing it. Thank you to anyone who has donated. I genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. Um, if it was a thing that you did think about donating and said I will do at some stage this is genuinely your last time to do so so I'll leave that with you um, I mentioned about this is a message that I want to get out before I go and it's very very important and it's not applicable to me anymore because I'm finishing up the podcast but this is applicable to your family and your friends and people that you would like to see do well Um the amount of people that knew me, that knows me, that listens to the podcast, that never liked to share the podcast ever, ever. Now, whether it be that they don't want me to know that they're listening to the podcast, that they wouldn't want to give me uh, the satisfaction of thinking that I'm interesting, or whatever the situation is, they wouldn't have liked or shared it, which would have helped me enormously, particularly in the beginning. I would say, shame on you. You should have done it. The reason I say that is not to have a dig on my last podcast. It's to, I want you to learn a lesson. If your friend 
or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your wife or whoever the fuck it is, start something tomorrow. Don't be too cool for school and not like it and not share it. Like the fucking thing and share it for them. It's just common sense. It's it's just lead with, you know, a lead trying to do good. Help them. It's free to it's free to share something. It's free to like something. All the businesses to start up and different ideas and people trying to better themselves and make a better life for themselves and putting in the work. If you can't buy something off them or do whatever they're doing, just share the fucking thing, will you? Please, just do that for me. Share the fucking thing and help them out. Um, it means the world to them. It meant the world to me. Um, look, and I leave that with you. I can't make you do anything, but look, share their stuff if they're creating something. And don't be a dickhead, please. It's fucking embarrassing. Um, then the next thing I suppose I want to talk about, and I mentioned this through the podcast, and I, I can't go into, I can't give a summary of the whole podcast because there's too much stuff out there. And it's not that I want to get as much stuff into this podcast as possible. I don't. I have a couple of things to say, and I'm not saying anything else. But I want people to be themselves. That's the important thing. I always talk about that, about being yourself. And it seems in this day and age, but I'm sure if it was 20 years ago or 40 years ago, they'd say it's in that day and age. But people don't seem to be just being themselves. They want to project that they're good, that they're bad, that they're some people want to project that they're always low, that they're always in trouble, that life is always shit for them. Some people want to project that they're good all the time, that everything's going fantastic, that they're the best thing in the world. And the truth is, none of us are either of those all of the time. I would think just be yourself. And that's not so people will like you. That's not so you will come across authentic to other people. It's so as you will be able to live with yourself and be happy with yourself and be content with yourself for who you are. That's the only reason I say it, to be yourself. Um, that doesn't mean, of course, that who you are now, who I am now, is the finished article. You'll always be learning, and I would say always try to improve yourself, whatever that may be. If that's going for your walk, going for your run, learning something, building relationships, getting rid of relationships that are toxic, whatever that means to you, I can't obviously tell what it is, but always try to improve yourself. I would say to add to that in the terms of improving yourself is don't be afraid to ask for and take advice of people who might know more than you about a particular subject. People have this thing where well, I'm an expert on this, or I have a doctorate in this, or I'm very good at this particular subject, so I won't be asking Johnny, who didn't finish school, about something else. That's not true. All um, academic stuff and intellectual stuff and emotional stuff and feelings and self-awareness is like, if you look at like a bicycle wheel with loads of spokes, and whatever you're really, really good at is just one spoke, just dozens and dozens of spokes on the wheel. Someone else will be brilliant on one of those spokes, so don't be afraid to ask for advice and take advice that's good for you. I'd say, you know, spend time trying to be more wise, and by that I mean taking time with your thoughts. Um, like you're really at a hiding to nothing if you wake up in the morning and you do the same thing every single day, over and over again. You don't try to learn something new. You don't try to think and sit with your thoughts. Some people are happy to do that. I would just do away at myself if that was my life. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, your life is much more better inside your own head in terms of peace and happiness when you try to make yourself wiser. And that doesn't mean you're trying to be the wisest person out there. You're just trying to make yourself wiser. And that's very, very good. I would say to learn stuff from the past. So, like, if, you know, you might know something and just look it up sometimes. If you hear something and I'm not really sure what that is, don't let it go. Go to Google when you have a few minutes yourself and look it up and learn something. And if you do that often and often and often, you'll have so much more stuff to your repertoire. And again, that's not to tell other people or show other people or look smart or answer questions in a quiz. It's, it's for you. It's for you. 
it's like you're, you're, you're building up your own self-awareness and that's the only reason for it just for that alone and also don't be afraid to take in new information that's huge well this is what i always thought like i'll change my mind at a drop of a hat and people say well you must stand for nothing then that's not true if i have an opinion on something and it's really really strong and i find information to the country that says that it, it's not true anymore well then i believe that it's not true so i always kind of follow the evidence also while having a good feeling and instinct but don't be afraid to learn new stuff um please keep trying to learn new stuff find out stuff that you don't know about learn about it stuff that you do know about it that you heard that you learned in school maybe listen to a lecture or a podcast about that topic of someone who's a professional who's been studying it for 20 years and says something contrary it's it's fantastic you'll learn stuff you'll see that everything isn't black and white you'll see that just because the teacher was told to tell you that in the 80s that it's true forever that's not true at all it's um the the television and the media are all owned by a couple of different this is not a conspiracy thing this is a fact you can look this up they're owned by the same couple of people and they're given money by these people as sponsorship and basically they say whatever is in the narrative that the people that own them want them to say that's all i'm going to say about that that isn't my opinion that is an absolute 100 percent undeniable fact if you don't know that you want to start knowing it because things you think in your head the way the world is the way things are probably isn't that way or there's a lot you're missing out on so if you want to put your head in the sand and be dumb be my guest but if you want to be self-aware just don't take the first thing that you hear as truth or whatever the news is saying every five minutes doesn't mean it's true the chances are there could be a lot more to it i would say then of course to add to that is don't believe everything that you see don't believe everything that you hear don't believe everything that you read it's not always true there's agendas there's narratives there's left and there's right there's everything under the sun it's not always true even if the wherever you live in the world if your news station is saying this and the one in my home is saying this and some other country is saying that it still doesn't mean it's true they're reporting the news that's given to them it doesn't mean it's true there's usually a lot more to it and sometimes it's blatant lies it's the media machine but i don't want to go into it too much I don't want to lecture on it. I just want to say, be self-aware and look into it. Or put your head in the sand and don't. It's up to you. I can't make you do anything. I would say then as well, a bit of advice would be to be hard. Be tough. Don't be a wallflower. Don't be a weakling. Be hard and be tough and stand for what you believe. And don't back down. And by that, I don't mean violence-wise. I mean intellectual wise i mean courage wise i mean you know you get more respect if you stand for what you believe in if you tell people no don't be afraid to say no you know if you if you feel you're being done wrong don't be afraid to say i feel i'm being done wrong and i'm not going to tolerate it on the flip side to that i would say having said that don't be so tough and so hard that at times you can't be soft it's important to be soft at times it's important to be understanding and empathetic and maybe to not go in as hard on someone about something as you as probably they deserve because it wouldn't help at that moment in time it is a fine balance i certainly am not the master of it um, i'm just trying to leave you with a couple of messages um i think 
at the moment where you know are you left are you right are you hard are you kind of a soft person what kind of person are you and that can be brought into the whole uh, inclusion the inclusivity of people so the walk and stuff like that now look i know there isn't a single person that i know that doesn't think that everyone should be included so inclusive is a huge thing to them so it depends on your, your color or your race or your sex or your age or your religion most people most people i think you would all agree it's fair to say most people don't care we want everyone to be included what the woke mob are doing is they are saying okay we're all going to be included now what does included mean it means well we can be ourselves it means we can try to be happy we can make friends we can speak our mind we can say what we want in uh, somewhat safety and that we can just kind of a free speech type thing and that's your your that's inclusion that's being part of a community what the woke mob are doing is well, we want to be included because of this inclusion. Everyone else is saying, yes, of course. But then they're saying, but you can't say this. You mustn't say that. And then you must say this. So now I'm not included because I haven't got free speech and I don't feel comfortable. And I have to um, agree with things that, that don't exist. So just don't be caught in the trap. Um, sometimes you might read a quote that stands for what you say. And sometimes you might read a quote that stands against what you say. Depending on how many of each you see, you might weigh on your mind to give you a certain uh, narrative or trajectory of where your thoughts is going to go in the future. And don't worry about it. Sit down, and have a, sit down and have a think when you're driving somewhere, when you're walking somewhere, when you're in work and you're cleaning something, whatever you do. Have a little think to yourself. And don't be caught on by, by nonsense. You know, you know what's right. You know what's wrong. Most people do. I do and all you guys do. Just do what you think is right and don't be led one way or the other. I suppose it's a bit of advice that I could give. Um, I will say that, and look, this is nothing new, but people will always dislike you. They'll always lie to you. They'll always try to get one up on you. That's just life. You're not going to live in a Havana in absolute peace where everyone's trying to help each other all of the time. Nobody's out to get what you have. Nobody's going to lie to you. Um, and everyone likes you. It's not going to happen. So that is life. It's going to happen. But it doesn't matter if everyone dislikes. I know for me, for there's some people that think I'm really, really sound. There's some people that think that I'm funny. There's some people that think that I'm genuine. And there's other people that don't like me. But that's okay. It really is okay. You know, and I spoke on the podcast before. And I got different messages about don't be worrying about what other people think. And people find that very, very hard to do. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, like, I didn't find it easy to do. It took me years. It'll take you years as well. If people don't like you, it doesn't care. You know, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't be worrying about it. It's, it's going to happen all of my life. If you had loads of money and you went around to feed 100 people and then you got back and you said, oh, that's grand now. I fed 100 people and you turned on your Facebook. Someone would say, well, there was 101 there actually and you didn't feed the 101st person. So why didn't you do that with all the money you have, for example? You know, people just won't be happy. Do the best that you can. That's all you can do. Um, again, with the whole uh, people will lie to you. I'll talk about that in a minute more so. But the, try to try to get one up on the end. People always try to get what you have. Most people are sound. Most people are genuine. Real friends will always try to help you and not look for anything in return. If someone's trying to help you and want something in return and it's reciprocal, go ahead for it. But if someone's trying to help you and just to get something in return, then they're not really trying to help you. They're trying to manipulate you. But look, if you listen to the podcast up to this point, I've spoken about all this before. So you know it. It's like a blueprint of how to live life. 
And you swear that's coming for me living in a billion dollar mansion somewhere, but it's not. But I, I am wealthy of self-awareness. That might mean nothing to someone, and if it means nothing to you, then you have no self-awareness, and you don't know what I'm talking about. To be wealthy of self-awareness self is absolutely priceless. It's priceless. So these are the messages that I'm trying to give. So there was two things that I wanted to talk about, and I was going to do them in podcasts coming up. One of them was blood is thicker than water, and the other one is lying by omission. As I'm doing no more podcasts, I want to mention those two things now. So just watch out for people who lie by omission. What are you talking about, Mark? Okay, hypothetically, and this I'm not talking about anybody in I'm not talking about anybody in particular here. The amount of messages I get after a podcast, every second podcast, someone messaged me saying, Well, I don't think I'm like that, as if I'm talking about them. As if I'm talking about you. Get a fucking life. I'm just giving examples. So for this example, I'm giving my friend Dave. I don't have any close friends called Dave. And lying by omission is this. Let's say Dave and I grew up together. We're friends all of our lives. And a couple of months ago, Dave started taking XT tablets. And Dave did, did not tell me. So is Dave lying to me? No, because I never asked him, was he doing drugs? And it never came up. Okay. Now it's two months into it. Dave misses a couple of our get-togethers. We're going to go for drinks or he's going to help me move house or we're supposed to meet to do some charity thing together. And Dave doesn't turn up because he's high as a kite on drugs or he's on XT tablets. And he just tells me he, he's a headache and he slept out. Well, he has lied to me now. So now I don't know. The, all I know is of these two months that passed, Dave is Dave. He missed one or two things. He'd been slightly ill, so I'm worried about him. The following month then, Dave was on to three, four XT tablets a day. He's off his head the whole time, even at times when he's with me, but he's so used to it that I don't even notice it. Now you think, is Dave lying to me? Well, yes, because he's, I'm, like, does it matter if people are doing this? No, but if you're close friends, if they're in your, your, your circle, if you like, it doesn't have to be a family member, it could be a friend, it could be your, your best friend at work or whatever. The person is lying to you because they're not telling you the truth. Then the following month, they steal 50 euros out of your wallet because they're short drug money. And on the next month, then, you loan them your car. Of course, you wouldn't have done any of this if you know they're on drugs, but you didn't know they're on drugs. You didn't know they were spiraling out of control. You didn't know they were up all night. You didn't know that they robbed from you because they didn't tell you. So the following month, you loan them the car and they crash into another car. And you meet them and you tell them and they say, look, I don't know what happened. I got a cramp in my leg. Yada, 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 yada. So they've lied to you the whole time. Then you find out, well, I'm after finding an XT tablet in my car after the crash, but you're doing drugs. Now they say, yes, I was doing drugs. I was doing drugs and I just felt a bit down on myself and I didn't want to be doing the drugs. And <clears throat> they made me feel a little bit better and I just started doing them. You as a friend would say, OK, well, look, what we do now is we will try to make this better together. We're on the same page. We're singing from the same hymn sheet. Let's try to make it better. But that's not true. Dave has lied by omission the whole way through. You know none of the story. You think you're helping this person and you're doing the same. You know absolutely none of the story whatsoever. So this person, this is a bad situation for you. It's a really, really bad situation because you think you're with a very good friend. You're going to help out a good friend um, that had a bad situation in your car, which you're probably going to end up paying for. At this stage, you don't even know that they robbed 50 euros on you. You don't know they're doing four or five XT tablets a day. You don't know any of that information. But yet you're talking all the time, maybe you're hanging out, maybe you're spending time, maybe you work together, uh, maybe you run a business together. It could be all of those things or none of them or whatever scenario you want to put in your head just to get the point across of what I'm talking about. 
Then you find out that the 50 euros that you robbed, you've seen on CCTV, that they've robbed it. And you confront them, and they say, yeah, I did rob it because I'm on three or four tablets a day. And uh, I knew that week that you got a double week's wages, and I didn't think that you'd miss it. And yada, yada, yada. So what Dave is doing, essentially, is you're finding out the whole story in drips and drabs. But only because Dave has been caught on stuff. So when Dave has been caught, or when he can't lie anymore... Now you're finding out the story because he can't lie. He's not offering the information voluntarily because you're a friend and you're in this together and you're singing on the, off the same hymn sheet. You're on the same page. Dave was giving us information because he's been caught. But you still don't know how long it started. So you don't know the whole story at all. What's, watch out for these people, is what I'm saying to you, are these situations. These situations are absolutely fucking strife in life with people. From, from the person you met five minutes ago to the person you know 22 years Watch out for it. And you might think, well, why do I care what people are doing? And you may not. But if they're in your inner circle, if they're in the trenches with you, when things go wrong as as, as, as a family or a friend or a, a bigger group or community, if they're circling the wagons with you, there's they're the weak link in it. So just be very careful with people that lie by omission, that when you find out something six months later that's been going on, seven or eight important things have happened, and you find out only because the person has to tell you. The person has to tell you. That's why you found out. What else do you not know? What else did they do? What else What else did you say in defence of them that perhaps was indefensible because you didn't know? You're wasting your time and you're wasting your energy. You're wasting your love. You're wasting your compassion on someone that's telling you lies. So watch out for it. That's the first thing I'll say on that. And the second thing I'll say on that is if you're a person who's doing that all of the time, if you're a person who is lying by omission, if you're a person who's doing all that stuff, and can't get over it. Um, and we've, by the way, incidentally, we've all lied by omission before. Me, me included, more than once. You tell the bit of the story that doesn't make you look too bad when you have no other choice and you hope the rest of it isn't found out. What I would say is something like that eats away at you for your life. It eats away at you for weeks and months and years even. And you just can't be yourself. You can't be happy. You can't be productive. You can't make other feel other people feel happy because you're fucking miserable 24 7 it was back to the thing that i spoke about in my last podcast with siobhan um the three-year anniversary again thank you to siobhan for interviewing me it was absolutely fantastic is to forgive yourself i said how do you forgive yourself well you can change today okay look let's say for example over the last five years you've done seven things that could it could be say is just you know, seven really, really bad things, and you're beating yourself up on a daily basis about it, you're probably doing other bad things because of those seven things, because you feel bad, you feel like shit, you feel like you don't deserve any better. By forgiving yourself, you're not letting yourself off the hook. I'm not saying let, let yourself off the hook, that's not it at all. But the more you forgive yourself, the better you feel about yourself, the, the better life is for you, and the more people you can help, and the raising tide raises all boats. I keep saying that. So I've done things in my past that I've had to forgive my... Everyone has. It's not that you're special or I'm special or... Do you know, unless you murdered someone, well, then you're in trouble. It's very hard to forgive yourself for that, you know. But if you've done a couple of things that you've done and, and you're not happy with it, whether it be fucking cheat on someone, whether it be rob off a friend, whether it be barefaced lie on someone with someone else, whether you just feel like whatever the case may be, you can insert your own stuff there. But just remember that if you start forgiving yourself today, uh, in six months' time... You might still feel bad, but not as bad. But you like you won't be as hurtful. You won't be beating yourself up 24-7 about it. And when you're beating yourself up 24-7 about it, you can't help anyone else. You can't have a good word about anyone else. The world is shit, and everyone in it is shit. So it's no good for anyone. I would say try to forgive yourself. Be patient. It takes fucking time. I'm still doing it. I'm still all the things that I started to do. 
years ago i'm still doing them i'm not a master of any of them whatsoever i just know that it's not my opinion that they need to be done i know it's a fact that they need to be done if you want anything positive in your life you know what you can have all these things that you hate yourself for and a couple of good things and nothing will matter you can't have anything good enough that will erase the things that you don't like yourself for they're things you're going to have to forgive yourself for and it's very very hard if you're religious jesus forgive everyone most prophets do it's 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 written as far back as time you need to forgive yourself for the bad stuff that you did and then rather than forgive yourself and make those mistakes again instead you do one better you don't make those mistakes again in actual fact you never make the mistakes again and you start adding good into other people's lives and your own life obviously so that's all i'll say about that <clears throat> i will say then as well i mentioned earlier about be soft at times when you need to be and be hard at times when you need to be one thing I will say, and I don't mean this physically, but it can be meant physically as well, but I mean this self-awareness-wise, I mean this um, education-wise, academic-wise, and just street-wise, is please don't hurt people who are weaker than you just because you can, or just, just to feel good, or just to have perhaps other people think that you look good or you feel good. It's weak, it's embarrassing, you're pathetic if you do it. Stop doing it. I know people who do this. They're quiet as a mouse around someone who's alpha over them. And then when they see someone who they think they're higher than in the hierarchy, they'll go at them in front of people to look good. You don't look good. You look like a holy show. It's an absolute disgrace. Please stop doing that. If you're doing it inadvertently or if you have done it, try to stop. Maybe apologise. Stop hurting people who are weaker than you just because you can. Um, that's very important. We've all done that. We've all done something to someone to try to look cool in front of somebody else. Um, we probably some of us would regret it afterwards some of us probably don't don't even know we've done it at times but I'd say if it's something that you know you're doing please try to stop um, look that's all I'll say about that I would say about always try to learn stuff that's it's not non-negotiable always learn stuff if you have an opinion and you think something and you're sure of it and there's, there's no way it can be wrong I would say spend a day or two when you have time looking at alternatives and the complete opposite to what you're saying because you might find things that are contrary to what you believe and you might have a greater understanding of it after all so I'd say continue to learn and in good faith always try to lead with doing the right thing that's what I would say about that the second thing I wanted to talk about I was going to do a podcast on was the, the lying by omission. The next thing is the saying the blood is thicker than water. I meant to do this maybe a month or two ago. Like people think I am, I'm, when I say blood is thicker than water, blood is family. Blood is someone you grew up with when you were two or three years of age and now you're in your 20s or 30s or fucking 60s, it doesn't matter. Um, blood is, uh, you know, a mother, father, sister, brother, aunties, wives, in-laws, cousins, nieces, second cousins, uh, grandfathers, fucking all of these people that are brought are a community or a terrace or an avenue you've lived in all your life. These are like blood. They're people that you grew up with. They're like your homies, if you want to use it for a better word. And they can turn you against someone who's good for you, you know, because Osher, we know you all your life, uh, Mark. Why are you hanging around with this person? Why are you talking to this person? Why are you trying to start a business with that person? Why are you doing something positive with this person? Don't do it, you know? And the saying they'll always come back to is, well, blood is thicker than water. So my blood is telling me this. So then it's thicker than water. This new person is only water. So blood is thicker than water. I, I won't do the positive change I was going to do. I'll just stay in the same situation that I was in. For anyone that doesn't know, that blood is thicker than water is bullshit. That's not even what it says. What it says is, the blood of the covenant is thicker 
than the water of the womb. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, of the womb. meaning that the bonds, the covenant is a bond or a promise, the bonds that you make in your life yourself are thicker than the bonds you were born into. That's so important. Somebody that you meet and know for two months can make you feel more special than someone you've known for 20 years. Always remember that. Just because it's what we've always done doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. I'm not going to talk too much. There's a lot. It's like I'm trying to, you're trying to decipher a puzzle here that I'm giving out. And it's not a puzzle. It's just a couple of words of advice. You can listen to this podcast back again if you wish. But just remember, it's not blood is thicker than water. It's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So, the podcast is over. What's my story? I'm so happy the podcast helped people. I said I'd never share the messages, and I won't. But thank you for the messages. I can go to my grave knowing that I've done this good thing. These three years have been a good thing. If I never accomplish anything else for the rest of my life, I'll always know that I've done this and that I've helped people. Initially, at, on the start on my own, then with guests, and then a mixture of both. It's been a fantastic journey. And in truth, look, in truth, it's probably helped me as well. Talking about people, continue to talk about mental health, um, learning new stuff, learning new ideas, having people on that perhaps disagreed with me, talking to people about stuff I know fucking nothing about and learning <clears throat> and bringing you along for the journey. It's been absolutely fantastic. But I'm just so proud of myself that I know that I've helped people. It can never be taken away from me for as long as I live. It can never be taken away from me. So that's fantastic. And as I said, it probably has helped me as well. Um, social media. If people follow me and they don't listen to all the podcasts and you know that they do, you can tell people this, but I'm telling you this now. I used to be on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok and Twitter and YouTube. I left YouTube, the, the videos are still up there, and I left Twitter, my account is closed, it doesn't exist. I left TikTok, my account is closed, it doesn't exist. And I left, I left Snapchat. I kept Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Over the next couple of weeks, I will be closing my LinkedIn account. Over the next couple of weeks, I will be closing my Instagram account. There's over 60,000 people following the Clockwork Junkie podcast on Instagram. I will be closing my account. The only social media accounts that will be left open, and I will leave the link in the description of this podcast, is Mark McCormack, that's me, my name, Mark McCormack on Facebook, and then I leave a link to the Facebook Clockwork Junkie podcast page. Now, why would you do that, Mark? Number one, I want to spend as little time as possible on social media. I have so little interest in it and I've been jaded with it for a long time. I've mentioned it on here. So rather than talk about it, which most people do, I'm doing something about it and getting off it all. I'm keeping my Mark McCormick page on Facebook because I have friends on there that probably never listen to the podcast. Friends that I know, friends that don't live where I live. And um, But if you want to be friends with me on Facebook, I will accept you. No problem if you friend me. You're only allowed 5,000. I think there's nearly 4,000 there now. So if I can't accept you, I can't accept you. So if you're listening to me and if you follow the podcast and if you'd like to be friends with me on Facebook, the link after this podcast, go to Mark McCormack on Facebook and ask me to be friend and I'll accept it. Secondly, if I'm closing the Clockwork Junkie podcast, why am I leaving the Clockwork Junkie podcast Facebook page open? The only reason I'm leaving it open is the following. 
if in two months, three months, five months, next year, I decide to do a different podcast with a different name, which is not out of the question, I will put a post up on the Clockwork Junkie podcast Facebook page saying that I'm going to start this new podcast and I'm going to change, or this new venture, whatever the fuck it is, it may not even be a podcast. I'm going to start this new thing and I'm going to change the Clockwork Junkie podcast name to the name of the new thing. I let everyone know you can unfollow it or you can stay following it and following in my new journey. <clears throat> They're the only two places you're going to be able to find me. People think I'm fucking insane losing 60,000 followers. I don't give a shit. If the real followers, they would have listened to this and they'll go and friend me on Facebook. If not, then I was right. So go follow the Clockwork Junkie podcast the Clockwork Junkie podcast Facebook page if anything happens I'll post it in the next weeks or months and tell you what I'm doing new and then you can also just friend me as me as Mark McCormick um, on Facebook again I'm only allowed 5,000 and it's close enough to that now so I, I won't be able to friend you if you um, leave it too long so that's the only social media I'll be on Facebook and then the Clockwork Junkie podcast Facebook page that is it I'll be on nothing else whatsoever Uh and that's it. As for me, what am I going to be doing? Well, I'm working in a job. I um, I've loads of plans for myself. Um, with the podcast, I feel that I felt everything, or I feel that I've said everything that I wanted to say. I don't feel I want to say anything else. Um, I feel that I've given enough of myself to people, and I feel that I've helped enough people. And anyone who needed to listen or wanted to listen at this point has listened. Again, look. If it's a thing you're you're kind of a fan, I don't even like using that word, but some people casually listen in and some people are fans. They've listened to all of it. Not even on this continent. Might be a bit of a sad day when friends ended or scrubs ended or loss ended or anything ends. I'd be sad and saying, why didn't you just do another series, you know? Or another season. And maybe some people will be thinking that about this and that's very um, flattering if some people are. And not some people are saying, don't be a fucking idiot, but... Just look, go down and follow me on Facebook. The link is in the description, both pages. And if anything new comes up, you'll know and you can follow me there. Um, and that's it. And am, am I scared about if I do start something new in three months time and starting up a new Instagram account and start? No, I'm not scared at all because I'm not doing it for the followers. I'm not doing it for the notoriety. I'm not doing it for maybe at some point during this process, maybe a year and a half in, I was trying to get as many followers as I could, as many views as I could. And I was working my arse off for it. But the last eight, eight, twelve months, not so much. I'm just doing it because I wanted to do it, you know. And it made me happy. And you have to do the things that you want to do and the things that make you happy. I say that all the time. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really make me happy anymore. So I just stop. And that's it. And I could have done this months ago, but I wanted to get to three years and I wanted someone to interview me. And I've done all those things. So again, thank you for everything. I really appreciate it. If you want to donate, this is your last chance. Paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. The link is in the description. If you want to email me about anything got to do with the show, the podcast, the email is still opened. The link's in the description. Clockworkjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. My Facebook page, Mark McCormick, is in the description. You can click on it. I can only take 5,000 friends. I was told that. I don't even know if that's true. I was told that by three or four different people. And then you can follow me on the Clockwork Junkie Podcast Facebook page. I think there's 1,500 followers there. Don't follow any of the scam pages. Um, there's 1,500 followers there, so that's how you know it's me. 
and uh, if I do anything new I will change the name of the Clockwork Junkie podcast Facebook page to the name of the new thing in due time so you can still be part of it um, thank you for listening it's the, the two hardest things to do in the world is to say the first hello and the last goodbye I did say the first hello three years ago um, very nervous, very broken voiced very not sure if I was going to be able to do it or not and I got the courage to do it because I knew it was the right thing to do and the right time to do it and this is now the right thing to do and the right time to finish up the podcast so I'm going to say the last goodbye and I leave you with if you're a fan and you're really going to miss it I would say don't be sad because it's over just smile because it happened my name is Mark McCormick and thank you for listening to the Clockwork Junkie podcast goodbye